where uh, I'm recording from because usually I don't have the bell here but this one I've kept this is that gorgeous pink one with the pink flowers uh, that I've kept here in the glove compartment of the little Toyota Yaris and I am in fact at Bluffers Park and this is the start of a new Dixon Jane's podcast ooh would it be 806 perhaps maybe 807 I think 8 I don't know one of those two um, it is a Thursday, August the 20-something, 27th, about two in the afternoon, and I'm parked in my car. I normally have a little deck chair in the back of the car that I can uh, pull out and sit under the trees, which I'm looking at right now, uh, but I can't because it is in the road track. I, uh, never unpacked when I, uh got back from camping. And in fact, I did have a recording my last morning from, uh, I was going to say Point Murphy. How about Murphy's Point Provincial Park? And uh, maybe this will be the start of a podcast instead, because uh, there are other clips I didn't use. I think uh, if you heard the last podcast, you would have heard me tweaked up and a little high going on about the beer. And it seems I went and grabbed another beer and went on on much the same uh, nonsense. And I don't think that one is worth listening to, not worth your time. Uh, Might have been fun recording and chatting away and giggling to myself, because that's the space I was in. But uh, the next day was a little more somber. It was, you know, thinking about leaving and so on. But anyway, anyway, if I wanted you to hear that, I would insert it in here Instead, I'm giving you this, and I'm doing this with mixed feelings because this will be the podcast that I will finish off at uh, during the Morris wedding, or shortly after the Morris wedding. Who knows how much free time I'll have alone to talk. I don't know. It'll be a busy time. Um, But this is the Dixon Jane's podcast, and I never dedicate an entire podcast just to one thing. Like, ooh, this is going to be the wedding par- podcast that everybody will want to listen to. It's like when we when we do the uh, things, oh, good, people are leaving my spot. It's like when we do the um, podcast at uh, in Hamilton. I sort of get away from the crowd and talk about it or, or review it afterwards, and I think that's what will happen with the wedding. Uh, so I'm saying all that to allow myself to talk about other things, and to express my mood such as it is. I'm just, seem to be, it's not really grumpy, but stressed, I suppose, these days. Uh, I'm not happy about it. As I've said, you know, I wish I was that cool, calm, collected guy that, you know, was just, hey, everything's cool, man. And I know there's probably some medication that would do that, but uh, my natural state is to be always a little bit anxious about 
things. So, like, even this wedding that Saturday I've got to be there uh, for the rehearsal, and I book this $50 hotel or room or whatever. I don't even know what it is. I just I asked if there was parking. Yeah, there's probably some room in the gravel gravel lot out behind the place. <laughs> and I, I, so I have no idea what to expect. But fifty dollars, you know, hey, you get what you pay for. I, I needed a place to stay so I wouldn't have to drive back and forth between Scarborough and Hamilton, which is not a fun drive. Oh. So that caused me, you know, just anxiety. Gee, what if the booking, I've, they've taken my money, but what if it's, you know, there's a screw up and I don't have a place, you know, and the, all the possible things that might go wrong. And then I've, oh, my shirt's not ironed. Uh, now, Uncle, can you show me how to iron the shirt? Uh, yeah, but not today because she's got a couple of days off. And, you know, just stuff. Oh, make a list of, you know, you don't want to forget anything. And I guess I'm becoming, maybe it, it's part of age. I'm afraid that's it. As you get older, you get a little more, things just seem more <laughs> more complicated than they are. There's really no big deal. And that's what was so nice about this little three-day holiday I had. It was just enjoyable and relaxing and fun. The time with uh, Mr. Wooby, the time with my sister, and the time alone in Murphy's Point was just, oh, thank you. And uh, my wife today, as she went out, uh, you know, with a friend, said, "You know, don't, don't, don't worry. Everything's okay. Don't stress. Don't, don't worry about it." And she said it in a very kind way, like she could tell I was just stressed. It started off. I've, I have. A, there's a special set of tests, blood tests, to see if something I have is hereditary. And I don't know the whole deal. There's a drug company in California that's running this and my my um i was gonna say hermatologist my uh <laughs> yeah the person who's looking after me my feet and my uh you know neuropathy suggested i have this test and i think we tried once and there was it was inconclusive i think i was supposed to do a um um a spit test a saliva test and didn't work so this guy's been calling me. Sorry, I'm making this longer than it should be. This guy's been calling me from Newmarket, who represents that company, and wanted to have somebody come to my home to do blood tests for me. Well, he can't get anybody these days to do that. So I got in touch again and said, well, what if we go together to, you know, Life Labs where they do blood tests, and I'll take care of the, the charges if there's any. This is not going to cost me anything. Um... And so we arranged today to be there, okay, and then he got there early, so of course I'm stressed, oh, I gotta go, I gotta get going, you know. And my wife is saying, hey, you're on time, he's early, that's not your problem. And it's true, but that's the way I am. Oh, I, I, should, I should get there now, like I'm always, almost deferring to somebody else, and I know that doesn't sound like the guy was always rebelling and pushing back, and maybe that's why I have to rebel and push back, because too often... I'm thinking of the other person. So anyway, we met and got there and, you know, long lineup. And then faced with a person said, no, you need our special form from Life Labs. Well, we don't have that. We got this form. No, we need this one. Well, wait. And, you know, well, can't, can they fax it to you? Well, we got to call the head office. And, you know, another half hour was spent. And in the end, no, we can't do it unless you have this form. 
this particular form. So in the end, in the parking lot, I did the saliva test again. He said, I'll just mail it off to California. If it doesn't work, we'll just try again to get the blood test for you. And at the end of it, I'm wondering, like, what's all this about? They're, gonna, they're doing, conducting some tests that I guess they've done with other people. Is there something? There's obviously a benefit for this company doing the research to get my sample to see if there's something, the neuropathy that comes that I thought it was irreversible, you know, nerve damage, and they're suggesting this has been had promising results, uh, but I don't see it. But anyway, I, I guess I have nothing to lose if I'm not paying anything. Let them have my blood. Let them do whatever they want to do, and and we'll see what happens. But clearly, my balance is really stressed, and and I know Brent and Brandy won't hear this before the wedding. But it is causing me some anxiety. Okay, we're going to do a photo shoot walking down this street, and we're going to be standing at the wedding, and we're going to be leading people to their seats. And I'm just thinking, God, I don't want to take a fall. I don't want to appear too helpless. Like, you know, when people see me, somebody's ready to offer me a chair. So I'm, I guess I'm stressed about that, too, and lots of things. And, and then just, you know, they maybe, I don't, I don't think it's COVID. I think it is age-related. But just... Things just seem more difficult. So that happened. And then I went to get my drugs at the pharmacist. Oh, a new pharmacist, never seen him before. Um, and he's telling me, okay, we've got these, and it's going to be a hundred and something dollars. I said, wait a minute, I've never paid a cent. I've been doing this for years. I don't pay. Well, can you have the substitute, what do they call the generic form? Well, I don't know. What? It, just give me whatever they give me. Well, so he had prescribed the drugs that I did. I did a refill automatically online. I get there and he's got these things in. I guess it was the brand name Covercell instead of some other generic one. So I had to go home and phone the drug company and find out, okay, has there been a change? He said, maybe there's change. And half an hour on the phone waiting to speak to an agent. And I tried online and I couldn't do it to get the information I needed. And you know, no, 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 we still cover 90%. And maybe the drugstore takes the other 10%. I don't know, but um, we, we no, there's been no changes. You know, you're eligible for all these drugs. So that was that. Back to the pharmacy again. Okay, now. And he hands me back. Yeah, now here you are. Yeah, no charge. Whatever. So just little things. Just oh, They're just, they're aggravating. And of course, here I am. I'm not living in bombed out Beirut, I have access to drugs I need to prolong my life, you know. There's no real things to complain about. But sometimes you got to vent. And then I guess last night, and on top of this, oh, the NBA's canceling basketball games because of this uh, white cop shooting a black guy in the back seven times in front of his children. Oh, whoa, that's not good. And so it was on the news... Whenever my son comes down, or my wife says, I try and turn away from the news because we always get into arguments. And my son believes that I'm just, I'm a sucker. I'm just being played by whatever they put on. And that just gets me really angry. No, I know what I'm doing. I'm following the story. I know more than you do. And he said, you've just seen a short clip and that's just got you all fired up. And, and so we got into this argument and I just get ridiculously childishly emotional I can't have a rational I can with Francis Wooby I can with my friends but with my own son I'm not capable of calmly 
handling it. And I just just reached the breaking point of, of you know, no physical violence, of course, just, just anger and frustration. And finally, I just shut up and let him talk and let my wife talk and realized, no, they do have some valid points here. And one of the things he pointed out to me, which I found so interesting, is, Dad, the world you lived in was different. You grew up in a white, middle-class suburb where you didn't have any of the issues that we're facing here even in Scarborough with these weekend gangland shootings uh, that are just a common occurrence. That the world he lives in and is growing up in is very different. So my sense of comparison or my sense of values or... Uh, just all kinds of things about my world is naturally going to be in clash with what he knows to be true and his version of reality. And um, I think he's right. And on top of which, of course, Wednesday, we also had our uh, white fragility uh, book study. And it's causing me more stress than it should be. Uh, I'm doing it because I feel obliged. I'm helping out, as I mentioned, uh, doing the blog. And, and so feel i got to attend and see what's going on and answer questions if somebody has, how do I post this? I wrote to the blog spot and I didn't get an email back, you know. Um, but it's it's a book that I will would make better progress with going through on my own and digesting it at my own pace as opposed to, okay, now we, we have to do these three chapters this week. Here are the questions. Get into your groups and discuss for 35 minutes. And it depends who you have in your group. We happen to have one person who has trained under the, uh, you know, D'Angelo who wrote the book. And in fact, her whole uh, career is is dispute resolution and so on. So she's got a lot of uh, experience. But the problem is if you're in the same group with her three times as I have been, you're going to hear her story each time. For the new people who don't know how much information this person, you know, carries with them. So, and then it's just the impatience with people who don't know how, who talk when they're set, when they're logged, they've logged in and they're talking like they don't know everybody can see and hear them. And they're talking to their husband in the background. Well, I think, yeah, we're going to be starting soon. You know, hey, everybody in the fucking thing can hear you, goddammit. And, and why, hey, you, don't fucking eat a sandwich in front of the microphone. Jesus Christ. And I just, I'm just so impatient. And again, it's that maybe some built up wound up tension I don't know but just so impatient with people who just don't you fucking know you know and then people who don't want to let go and oh it's just so much and I, I'm just I feel like a cranky miserable old man and I didn't want any of this to spread into Brent and Brandy's wonderful wedding and uh, it's not going to, because I know it's going to be a fun time, and I'll be so happy I went and was involved and honored that they wanted me as part of Brent's wedding party, the groom's side, and it's all good, but I'm just not there yet. I'm just still struggling with getting my shit together, and uh, <sighs> thank you for listening. It was a long intro and and uh, uh probably this will end up a two-part wedding thing and and on the other side uh you'll be hearing what a wonderful time we all had and how great it was 
But uh, right now, from my perspective, here in Scarborough, Bluffers Park, oh, I'm just kind of done in. Scarborough Dude, signing off for now. Oh, there goes the rescue boat. Bye for now. Check, check. Scarborough Dude back at you, and this time from downtown Hamilton. Yeah. In fact, I'm just a few feet away from a uh, wonderful statue of um, Gandhi walking with his cane or stick. And uh, just up from uh, where I went shopping, <clears throat> I checked online where where's my place, this $50 room I got that I was so skeptical about. And it turns out to be very nice. It's a bungalow with three rooms, so there are two other guests, but each with their own room, and uh, my entrance is on the front, I think other people's enter from the back, there was room to squeeze my car into the back, and uh, somebody else will just have to be very careful when they're leaving this morning, when they're backing out, not to hit it, but uh, should be okay, uh, I'm very pleased, uh, my first time actually to book, sort of an Airbnb type place, uh, and uh, it's good, that it, it Seems very clean. There's a living room dinette. It would be a, to me. It would be a perfect place if people were coming up to um, Hamilton next year for the um, annual. Uh, you know what's his name? <laughs> Yo, I can picture Marshall McLuhan Rod podcaster roundtables. Sorry for the delays. All oh, these delays are getting longer and longer. Believe me. Uh, anyway, it, you know, if three people book, you got the place for yourself, 150 a night, split three ways. Uh, there's a, you know, kitchenette, of course, bathroom and a little living room. Uh, it's very, very nice. And it smelled very clean. I, I don't have any creepy feelings at all about it. And convenient location. It's walking distance to Radius, which is one of the bars we go to. In fact, to the one Duke and all those others, you could easily walk to them. So, um... Keep that in mind. Ask me when uh, once Anthony and Dave have picked the date for next year's podcaster roundtables. Say, hey, what about that place Cam was talking about? Uh, because you want to book that early. Anyway, I think it was a good find. I'm happy about it. And, you know, everybody is. You know, you, you do what you want to do. That's a long way off. Uh, anyway, while I was looking at that map, of course, where am I? I saw a place called Nations Fresh Food, and it's a huge supermarket along the lines of, like, uh, the um, TNT we have all over Toronto. And I got sushi, and, of course, it's near the end of the day. It's after 5, so they always reduce the price. So I got two, th- two things of sushi, and then some chicken, and then some wonderful spinach special, mm, tasty, you know, like a... A pastry full of spinach, a whole bunch of them. So uh, I'm delighted, I'm thrilled. Uh, I was asked to go out tonight uh, with um, um, Brent's father. Uh, stepmother's such a horrible term, uh, you know. Uh, Kim, with Kim, the person I mentioned, I guess, a couple of podcasts ago who drove me to uh, Brent Stag. Um, and maybe Brent's brother, 
I'm the best man for tomorrow. It is. It is. The day before the wedding. Today we had the rehearsal. We went out to the farm. Wonderful place. I'm so impressed with all the work they have done. Brent and Brandy and then a wedding planner who seems to be a key person for telling people where to line up and uh, when to move and how. Um, Terrific. And and I'm really, I'm only recording now to let you know I'm just feeling so much more upbeat. I really was... Oh, I guess stressed. My wife was aware of it. She's, she was so kind to me. Before I left today, I'll give you a haircut. I'll just give you a little trim. And it's the one thing. I go into cat mode where I just I just, I just, just close my eyes and I just go completely still. And I just love the sound and sensation of it just buzzing about my neck and ears and eyebrows with the scissors and a little clipper. She does a beautiful job, and, and it was just a nice thing. She knows I'm stressed, and I am stressed because maybe there is a COVID buildup, you know, that's added to it. Maybe that's an underlying thing, but just this little walk is a real push for me. The knee is really, you know, acting up, calling out. And then the hearing in the left ear, like I just, somebody sitting beside me. Kim was standing beside me, and I just, I can't hear, can't hear. Would have to turn completely around to give her the other ear. So uh, anyway, they uh, invited me, kindly invited me out. I did check out where they're going, prices of the menu, and I'm, the fact that I'm sitting in the park near Gandhi with my little backpack and my cheap takeout food discounted, Makes me feel no. This is who I am. I'm not comfortable in, in a in a spending a lot of money in a hotel, money that I feel really isn't mine. It's Nalco's just as much, um, and you know, spending money in a fancy restaurant. I mean, even though I know it would be good, and I know I could afford it, when, you know, hey, the government's helped me out, but it just it's not my style. And when I saw this park and the statue of Gandhi, I said, oh. <coughs> Go find a bench and tell your friends or the listeners to the Dixon James podcast that you are in a much better mood, as I knew I would be. It's just sometimes a matter of time. I just had to get past that thing. And I think it was today meeting the other people and um, I guess the maid of honor, such a lovely friend, and then realized, or person, and then she said, oh, we, we met, we outside the last time we had a gathering for Brandy's birthday. And uh, then I remembered, yeah, yes, 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 yes. She said, you were in Japan, right? And I said, yes, there's a connection. Um, I'm very bad at piecing together life stories and backgrounds and of other people. Now, I know my own pretty well, as you well know, too well know. But uh, anyway, that that's all. I'm hungry, so I'm going to go back. And I decided instead of eating in the park... And getting all greasy with the chicken. I bought some chicken thighs too, all cut up. They look great. Because um, it's it's Asian style, most of the food. And they had everything. It was huge. Um, instead of getting all greasy, I've got a very nice uh, place to stay with a nice little kitchen. I'm sure I could find a plate to put my food on and a little dish to put the soy sauce and wasabi in. So, Scarborough Dude, feeling, just feeling, 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 feeling on an adventure. Here I am in Hamilton alone for now. Uh, Brendan Brady, they were up till four in the morning making things, fixing things, getting things. They're doing so much of this themselves. And so tonight, you know, 
Brent was all keen. Yeah, well, maybe we meet for a beer. And uh, Brandy, I think, is saying, no, I think tonight's a good night to rest. And uh, thank God they did. And, uh, yeah, so people are here, and uh, we're ready to go. And tomorrow is the big day, and it's it's going to be nice. It's going to be wonderful. Honestly, the setting was fantastic. It, it just, oh, it was so nice. You had everything arranged and, and, and a huge tent in case of inclement weather. Oh, my God. So stay tuned. You're going to hear about Brent and Brandy's wedding uh, on this podcast and uh, maybe even into the next one. Who knows? Scarborough Dude signing up. Glad, glad, glad that I booked two nights at that place, too. So I have tonight to just be on my own and take it easy and rest and recover and uh, then get ready. And then I guess we're meeting sometime tomorrow for uh, beer and then photos and then wedding stuff. All right. Signing off from some nice little park with the statue of Gandhi and another big statue, too, of a little... They look like, I don't know. Ah, never mind. Come and see it for yourself. Come to Hamilton next year for uh, the Marshall McLuhan Podcaster Roundtables. Bye for now. Okay, excuse me, this will just be a shorty. I am uh, parked in visitor's parking at the Hamilton Spectator. The Hamilton Spectator. That is the uh, newspaper for this city. Now, it looks (laughs) like there hasn't been anybody here for years. It's just deserted, but maybe it's Sunday. Excuse me, um, Candace, forgive me. You normally wouldn't listen anyway, but because this might say something about the wedding, um, you might be. But I haven't finished my Egg McMuffin yet, so you you might hear some food sounds. Now, I, too, find it disgusting when other people do that, so I understand where you're coming from. But anyway, um, that's just the way things are today, and a sip of coffee to wash it down. I suppose I could have waited, but I'm feeling a little bit of urgency. I'm always a little antsy. Now, the wonderful thing about this wedding, and to their credit, it's very fluid. It's like it's constantly in motion. I, I remember hearing Brandy yesterday at the rehearsal saying it, it's organic. We like it organic. Whatever happens, it'll be fine. And that's a wonderful approach to have to life in general. But to have that for a wedding takes a great deal of courage. So my hat's off to you and uh, Brent, who just more or less goes along with whatever's happening. Uh, I, the, to, to Brent's credit, the one thing I overheard him saying yesterday to the wedding planner, yeah, when we come out, uh, when we when we leave after the signing of the papers and everything else, and we come around the corner behind the house, um, it'd be nice if there were drinks waiting for us. <laughs> And I thought, oh boy, like that, good for you, you know. And well, like beer or champagne, um, champagne would be nice. So I'm, I'm just smiling. Yeah, go for it, Brent. Uh, and I hope he didn't mean just him and Brandy. I hope he meant the whole wedding party. But the wedding uh, planner said, yeah, we'll take care of that. Don't worry. So that's wonderful. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I, I, honestly, it took me so long. I, I think I was just so wrapped up in my own problems and. 
other issues that it, it took me quite a while. So today is the day. Holy shit! It's what? It's um, one almost about one thirty now, August thirtieth, and uh, they are to be married about six. So it starts around there. So we'll be there long before then. We've got a photo shoot to do first. Hang on, I'm gonna have a, a bite. Mm. I'm holding the mic away so you don't hear it. Um, yeah, there's a photo shoot. Um, I think that's probably already started. Or I uh, know there's a ladies' thing. There's stuff going on. All I know is the best man, Brent's brother, Alex, is uh, picking me up around three, and um, then we start from there, and that's it for the day, boy. It's amazing. I saw everything yesterday, this huge tent, and, and my God, the details, the things, the, wow, so much to plan for. Uh, and they have taken on most of that themselves. And again, I say in particular, uh, Brandy. But uh, Brandy's done his part, too. Oh, yeah, not shortchanging him. So, uh, anyway, that's it. So I just thought, I'd, uh, you know, it's exciting. The weather's nice. There's clouds in the sky, but it's, uh, it's a nice little breeze. Uh, it looks like a very nice day. Perfect day to be out in this location. And the location itself is wonderful. It's right near a zoo, too, apparently. So, I guess I'll leave it there. i got to get back. And um, I'm doing everything I can not to... Uh, I'm, I'm, my good clothes are waiting, you know, until the last minute before I put them on. So I don't get all sweaty and stinky. All right, Scarborough dude, uh, just giving you a little, uh, you know, a little teaser before uh, before the start of the wedding. Um, I think I mentioned delight to meet his parents, and uh, today it'll to watch this whole thing unfold from uh, start to finish. It's going to be very interesting and uh, very enjoyable, and just I mean a landmark occasion. Like getting married is a big deal. And doing it during COVID-19 is wow. And boy, they've thought of everything. Like the, the, sep- the chair seating, the separation, the plans, the greetings, you know, the, everything. Is, is They're going to the ultimate as far as they can in terms of uh, everybody's safety and well-being. And boy, that's to their credit. So uh, we'll all wait two weeks and see what happens afterwards. But uh, they've done everything they possibly can to make this a uh, a good, safe, fun, special, memorable occasion for everyone. So again, I salute Brandy and Brent Morris Morris. Signing off. Bye for now. Here we are, McDonald's parking lot in Hamilton. I just right on the corner of Maine and ooh, done something. Um, I wanted to record about the wedding while it's still relatively fresh. I'm and while I'm still in Hamilton, uh, my gosh, everything went so well, so beautifully, so perfectly. And that's so good because I know Brandy in particular, uh, but Brent too, put so much work into this, so much planning and thought of, of just 
just so much. I mean, I used to think I had it was a big deal doing my little study tours. And, you know, after 25 years, I knew what to do. It was very simple in comparison to this one-day event. Um, I'm holding in my hand uh, just some of the stuff that was on a table when you came in that we were supposed to guide people to. I didn't do, I did very little. I did socialize. That was part of the job, I think. Uh, I'm very sorry there are no photos of uh, us, the groom's side, wearing the masks that matched perfectly with our shirts. Uh, we put them on in the beginning, and then very soon there's a lot of people not wearing masks, and we're outdoors, and oh, the hell with it. It was just fogging up my glasses. But uh, there was um, a card you could get called Celebrating Safely. Caution is an act of love. How we'll keep you safe, how we'll keep each other safe. Um, really well thought out. And there were some... Um, Things like wristbands you could wear, there they are, that you'd peel off and you could put on. And the first one was pink, no contact, six feet apart, no exceptions. Bam. If you wanted to be at the wedding that way, you put on your pink band. I don't think I saw many of those. Uh, Some people did keep the masks on the whole time. Uh, Orange, elbows only. Relaxed caution, please ask first. And aqua, hugs and high fives and frequent hand washing. Um, and it's just that idea in itself, you know. Read the explanations of each color of choice. Choose which describes you and find their matching bracelet. Wear it somewhere on your person that's easily seen. Of course, that'd be your wrist. Uh, check people's bracelets as you approach them. Take the lead from the highest level of caution indicated. Enjoy a wonderful day. Now, that was just brilliant. Uh, you know, and then... The catering, there's a card, it's happening, welcome to the wedding of Brandy and Brent, Sunday, August 30th, 2020, Caledonia, Ontario, not Caledon, Uh, the main event, prelude, entrance of Brent and Linda, Uh, that was his mother, procession, oh, I was in that, here comes Brandy, address, fouls, rings, and a reading, Uh, just very, very nicely done. Some nice guitar work. Um, beautifully done. A lot of people uh, helping out. And um, then there was the, the thing I really want to talk about was the uh, all the people they had. The decor and planning was Plumstream Events. Um, now, that would be a person, I think it was Jessica, who was still there when we were there, like, getting ready to leave at midnight. And she's the one who sort of guided us through the rehearsal the day before. She never stopped. It was always cheery, always smiling, and just pure positive energy. Absolutely wonderful. I mean, I really, really mean that. Like, I just, I was just, I couldn't get over it, how much she just kept giving. Um, Catering by Johnny Blonde. Now, this is a truck that drove up. We had a sit-down meal. I don't have the menu with me. Um, it was so tasty. And you'd think of a truck, okay, well, we're going to get dogs or something. No. Hot dogs? No. This was really, really good food. Now, the poor guy, when he was in the truck ready to leave, I, of course, discovered, dude, I've had a few tokes. I walk up. Eh, what year is the truck? You know, and start asking about the engine. And, you know, next thing you know... 
what's going on. And then I started talking about how good his food was, and he appreciated it. And he, 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 we got into a real conversation. Unfortunately, I shared the fact that it was a Scarborough dude and had a podcast. Sorry. But I just felt compelled to say, you know, to anybody who's listening to this, wow, this guy was like the real thing. Like he bought, all his food was bought locally. He was doing this from the local farmers. He was dealing directly with butchers. He was just uh, doing it the way things should be done instead of these huge conglomerate organizations. Like he was the other side. He was a small guy with an old truck. And a full set-up kitchen and a staff who served, and it was really, really delicious. I had chicken, which is, you know, often touch and go with these things. No, 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 no. This is amazing. And then pastries at the end, three different kinds. God, I wish I had the menu with me. Of incredibly good pastries. Oh, you know, anyway, what, what, I don't know what that means to you, the listener, but I just, I felt... This guy deserves, uh, you know, somebody singer. That's Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, blonde, B-L-O-N-D-E, for the catering. Bartending, double trouble bartending. And uh, I was having a little trouble getting up the step to, you know, at the beginning to get your uh, Rattlers or your wine or whatever it was you're serving. And they were kind enough to look after my glass of wine. I went, the service was going to start. I had to park that somewhere. No, I'll take it for you. At the end of the service, we all go by to the house. What do you know? The bartender walks up with my glass of wine, filled up for me. Here you go. Uh, that was just an extra. Like, she bothered to look for the guy who had parked his wine with her. Uh, that was so, so nice. Uh, videography, I haven't seen the results yet, but they were they were low-key. They were in the background. They did a nice job. It wasn't sometimes people get in your way. No, no, they were just watching. And I guess for those at home, uh, maybe you saw some of that. Wide angle media was called videography. Photographer, Zekar Photography Studio. And I spoke to the guy, the owner, who was into bonsai and Japanese things. And again, uh, you know, these are bright, independent businesses. These are the ones that have to be supported. That's what you do. And that's what Brendy and Brent did for their wedding. They went local. They did the, they did it morally the right thing. This is not some huge corporate you know, extravaganza, just with the money, just, you know, the cream going all the way up to the top. This was, this was local people doing an amazing job. Uh, that just impressed me more than anything. Florals, Ifiori, rentals, Pat's party rentals, and the DJ was Steel City Sound. Um, huge thanks to Carly and Mike for allowing us to spend the evening on their glorious property. Now the venue, Wow. You've probably seen some pictures if you're listening to this, or I'll post one that'll go with this podcast, but this huge expanse of sky, trees all around, horses in the background, an old barn. It was just so gorgeous, and the weather perfect. Clouds, but they just added character and interesting lighting. No rain, just, just, just perfect. Just cool enough that you might need a little sweater or something at the end, and... Oh, damn, it was fine. And uh, thanks to Erin Rogers for being a most excellent MC. Uh, she was great. She was friendly, fun. Apparently had never done it before, but just, man, got the right tone. Um, I guess I should stop there and I'll reflect a little more. Um, I hit one point when I had my ride back with um, Alex, the best man, Brent's brother, 
Uh, his little boy was, boy, definitely past ready for bed. It would have been around midnight. And he offered to drive me home and was very nice to make the rounds and give me a you know, five-minute warning and then a last-call last warning. And I didn't know what to do. I knew I could stay. And all I was concerned was i got to get back to that place. I could have done the sensible thing, got the ride right to the place. I went and asked Brandy, Brandy. And again, I'm, I'm kind of high. I've had wine. I'm a little confused. Brandy, I, I need help making a decision. Looked her right in the eyes. She said, I'll help you. I'll help you. That's what I do. So I said, I don't know whether to go right now with Alex and go home or stay on. And by this time, you know, most of the crowd is gone. But there's still a few dancers and music's playing. There's still a party. There's a lot of booze left over. There's still a party going on. She said, what do you have to do? Do you have to do anything important tomorrow? What's what's your, your schedule for tomorrow? Uh, something like like that. I said, well, nothing really. She said, okay, then you can stay. You know, like, and, and that was the only question. You know, if I had something pressing, no, I've got to be out by 7 in the morning. And on the road, I've got to do a, you know, a call with Japan, some big thing. But nothing, nothing tomorrow. I just got to get home. Don't have to check out to 11. Then stay. We'd like you to stay. And stay I did. <laughs> to the very end. I'm going to give one more highlight, and I, I just hope this doesn't sound sexist. At the end, there were two young girls. Other people were on and off. They, you know, it was inside the, this huge, beautiful canopy tent. Uh, open, all the sides were open and everything. It was just glorious with lights. There were two young ladies dancing. And it was the kind of dancing where it was just kind of moving rhythmically, moving the hips, and just dancing. And I had a chair, and I mean, it looked, it, it, it must have looked awful. Here's this old man with his cane watching these two girls but they were they they knew and they were happy they were just wanted to dance to that music and it was african style music it was absolutely beautiful don't know what it was but it took me back it suddenly i'm in my 20s i'm someplace at a party or someplace and there's two gorgeous girls and you just think oh my god this is what this is what life is all about just you know I can't put this in any any other way other than how good it felt. Sort of to have the feelings of a young man looking at these two girls just moving to the sound of music. It, it was alive and it was so unselfconscious. They were just dancing because they just wanted to dance. That was all. Oh my gosh. And I'll park it there, but that was a lovely, lovely touch. <coughs> I'm sorry. And then Brent sits down across from me, and he's drinking white wine out of the bottle by this point. You know, and he said, I can because I can. It's my party. And it was funny. He was in fine spirits. Um, it just was a fun, fun event. And uh, he, I got some goodies from him. He showed me how to operate. And oh my gosh, it's all so good. And by that point, of course, I said, well, there's extra beer in the big ice bucket, the big trough, you know. So I've got an extra couple of beer, which I will drink and toast to them. And uh, who knows, a glass and, ooh, my snack bag. And gosh. Anyway, I'm going to have something to eat. I, I, I held off. I didn't want to uh, upset um, Candace, uh, mm. I bought these things 
at, I told you, the uh, nation. And it's called B-O-U-R-E-K, B-O-U-R-E-K-A-S. Baraka spinach, eight pieces for three ninety nine. They were they're still fresh and tasty. I can't believe it. These triangle, you know, folded over, um, like Greek pastries. I don't know what barakas means, but anyway, spinach filled, uh, sesame seeds on the outside coating. Oh God! So this has been my breakfast for uh, um, the past couple of days. And I had coupon for a free, a free uh, McDonald's coffee. So that's what I've done. That's why I'm in the parking lot here, and I've got to make my way home after this. But I just wanted to share that little bit while it was still fresh. Brent and Brandy, I love you both dearly and deeply. Thank you so much for having me, not only at your wedding, but being a part of it. Oh, yeah, getting home. So right at the end, bam, it's down to the three of us. The caterer, she's shutting off the lights, power's going off, you know. Uh, by the way, they brought in these porta potties too. That you're well, high end. You you step up into it. It's a flush toilet. There's a sink for washing and soap and paper towels. Uh, it, it was high class. It was wow. This is not porta potties. This was hey. You need to use the washroom, ladies. Here you go. Um, anyway, uh, we're oh yeah. So at the very end, they call. I you know I, I said I just gotta get home, and they knew no no can don't worry we'll get you home. So she calls a, um, what do you call it? You know, the service they use all the time, not Lyft. Uh, God. Okay. Anyway, you know what I mean that Brent has an account with. Um, and this guy shows up in a very nice car and uh, says, oh, nobody in the front. So there's three of us. Now, Brent and Brandy are not small people. You know, they'd be the first to own up to that. But on top of that, Brandy is wearing this huge wedding dress with crinolines and things underneath that basically she could have used the entire back seat to fit in. So there's no way they're getting in. Like, I get in my side, I'm waiting, and, well, who's going to get in the middle? Brandy says, I can't get in there. And meanwhile, you know, this is... uh, Uba, Uba, whatever it is. This guy's saying, well, you know, those are the rules, guys. And you got to wear a mask inside. Well, that's fine. So they insist, I go. Ken, you're in the car now. Go. We'll get the next one. And so they've got to call another one. And I don't know what, how long that took. Brandy was tired, ready for a bit. I did feel very badly about that. Had I gone with his, Brent's brother earlier, they could have got in. They would have been just fine. And instead... Uh, at their invitation, I stayed. I'm glad I stayed. They, Brent, according to Brent this morning, he was glad I stayed. And so it's it's all good, but I just felt, wow, they had to wait even longer. So they were the last couple. Maybe that was maybe that was a special time for them, too, going home alone. All right, Scarborough Dude signing up. i gotta, I got to get my own self home now, but uh, I need to share that with you. And I'd love to hear some feedback from anybody who uh, watched online. I don't know how that worked out, if it did, or uh, what went on, but uh, hopefully there'll be somebody reporting on that uh, later on sometime. Scabber Dude! Signing out from uh, Hamilton. By God, it's fun to be in Hamilton. It's just so different. It's a city I don't know. Starting to get to know some of the streets. Just a lot of old houses. Sadly, far too many people on the streets, just completely at the end of the run. Like, run down, beat up, 
um, strung out uh, homeless people uh, a lot. And uh, that's unfortunate anywhere. Scrubber Dude signing off. Bye for now. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the real bell. So that means I'm in cell. Uh, it's just to hear that sort of the after ring as it keeps going. It's just lovely. Uh, but anyway, listen, I'm back. This is something I absolutely never do, edit a podcast. And this is probably the fifth different version. Uh, you'll only hear this one. But uh, I have been taking out clips and... and uh, just, yeah, changing it up a little bit. Uh, not editing anything I've said, but just you know, removal of whole clips, adding of other ones. And now I'm adding something. I'm going to end uh, this podcast with a song. And I'm just going to tell you now so that those of you listening at home, um, when, when the song starts, if you're not fond of Van Morrison, then you can just end there. That would be the start of the end of the podcast. It's The Way Young Lovers Do. That's the song I picked for uh, uh, Brendan. Brendan and who are those people anyway? Brand and somebody. I don't know. Brendan. Brandy. There, there, there. That's close. Um, I don't have any of the songs that they were playing, and I know this is something they've probably never even heard. But anyway... I liked it. It's, it's Young Lovers. It's about love. And Van Morrison does a good job of uh, singing about love. So that's what it's going to end with. And meanwhile, uh, I'm back just to give a shout out to uh, two other people involved in this wedding who did just an amazingly good job. And we're good sports about the whole thing. And that is uh, Stephanie, also known as Penelope, also known as Heavy D. And... Um, I don't know what name I've got for this guy, but it's it's one of the Jasons. I used to confuse them all the time. Now I'm pretty sure I've got it. This guy, this is the one with a full beard and long hair, or at least he did five days ago, because right now I've got an hour left of watching the pre-wedding show. All this stuff was on a special Facebook group that I wasn't involved with because I was actually not part of the home audience. I was at the wedding so didn't see or even know about this stuff, but now I've been able to, thanks to an invite from Brandy, go back and uh, see all the prep they did to see if they could get this live streaming working. It was a crazy system of YouTube, you know, live video shot at the wedding, uh, then them hosting it at home, and it was YouTube and um, FaceTime and Zoom. And, oh, my God, you think of that? That just spells disaster right there. But anyway, they, they pulled it off. So it was neat to hear friends and so on coming up and uh, talking. And uh, then and then there was the, during the live streaming, just before the wedding itself, which, of course, we all know was delayed, there were some audio problems. And that's, that's hey, that's to be expected. There'll be another stream, I think, coming out later on uh that they shot and then of course there'll be the photos so there's a whole lot more but the idea because it's covid adding in the internet dimension i think was just fabulous and uh those two who i just mentioned uh steph and jason picked it up and did a nice job of uh of hosting it and and you know making it fun and um carrying that little bit of extra weight around, you know? So 
hats off to them. So that's what I wanted to talk about. And I guess it's just to say that um, what a what a tough wedding to plan for when they kept changing the rules about COVID and numbers and everything else. And um, boy, they pulled it off and it and it went off beautifully. I'm I'm still sort of basking in it now. It's what is today? Is it? Tuesday, I guess, September 1st, I think so. I think that's where we're at. Um, yeah, September 1st or in September. So this wedding was on Sunday, and I'm still kind of excited. And in fact, the funny thing is, I miss Brandy and Brenda. I know they're off on their honeymoon. It's not the time to bother them. But it's sort of like, I guess, the lead-up of just sort of feeling so, so drawn into their world. That uh, now that they're off on their own, it, it's kind of a, a missing them. Isn't that peculiar? But I think it's because I know what it is. I was drawn even closer to them. I've 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 loved Brandy from the start. Uh, Brent and I were just close. It's a special friendship. But uh, at the wedding, I mean, I was just the edge of tears with both of them and tears of just pure joy of being so close to these other humans. And, um, that's pretty special. And I guess I think I'm still feeling that now. Uh, it, it, it all got intensified. And, and again, I'm seeing this with a, a certain degree of embarrassment because I was such a pain before the wedding and I was even, you know, earlier on, Reaching out. Well, I'm, I don't know. I might. I might be in Prince Edward Island. I don't know if I can be there, and stuff. And and I. I just have some mental hang-ups about formal. Even though this wasn't formal, but uh, social things that follow rules and patterns and expected behavior and so on. Uh, and weddings in particular. I've already gone into that. I won't repeat it here. But uh, of um, a wedding when I turned down being the best man, and a wedding when I was the best man, and both were, <laughs> I take it, both were disasters and uh, unpleasant for all involved. Although I, you know, at least one of the people has forgiven me. Uh, so I, I think I was pretty um, stressed and antsy, and, and again. I don't want to, I know I'm repeating myself here, but I probably shared that with them more certainly than I should have. The last thing they needed was some guy who was in need of reassurance all the time. And that was me. So Brent and Brandy, both of you, I know you both forgive me and saying, Hey, it's okay. Everything's fine. But, um, I need to, uh, to put that out there anyway. I can't believe I'm still still, at this age, still so immature. But anyway, hey, 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 there I go making it about me. And uh, there's already enough people in this circle of friends who make it about them. I think, uh, I guess all of us uh, crave love. And, uh, you know, some want some reassurance thrown in there as well. But uh, it's love we want and love we want to share. Somebody made a comment about Brandy that... Uh, Brandy loves love. I think it was something like that. And it is just so true and so real. Brandy Brandy is a gift of love. And uh, by God, uh, what a wonderful thing for... <laughs> what a wonderful thing. What a wonderful person for Brent to find 
and uh, share it. And uh, he's lovable in his own way. And lovable in a way that, you know, you want to tease and, and you know, uh, kid with. But anyway, I guess, you know, I'm not doing a very good job here. Again, this is all unscripted, but I, I just wanted to say there's, there's a, a tremendous amount of uh, joy that came about uh, just from those two getting together, but uh, and also just at this wedding, I even got to hear the uh, the story of uh, Brent's proposal, which was a good story too. So there's still more. I don't know if uh, if 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 you knew them well, you've probably already seen or heard about those links. I'm just uh, putting it in to let people know that. Uh, it's something I'm I'm just discovering today, and it's it's making up for for missing them. Following along uh, with uh, Dave Brobeck's comments and and all the other people sort of involved, it's it's uh, it's a good thing. All right, and at the wedding, there were two people I knew, Rick and uh, and Chris, and that was a a bonus because I didn't know anybody who was going to be on that guest list. I, I will say one thing. Had it not been from COVID, I probably would have been mingling a little more. But people, you know, some people had masks on. Some people were stuck pretty close together. Uh, maybe other people were feeling the same degree of unease. So it wasn't like you could just, you know, walk up to somebody and shake their hand and say, Hey, I'm Ken. Nice to meet you. How are you doing? How do you know them? Y- you couldn't do that. So people were a little hesitant. It was pretty neat to meet uh, Brandy's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> who has the same name, first and last, as Brent's father. Well, that is another, oh my God. This whole concept of bringing two families, it just adds a layer of funny to the whole thing, you know? So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, there were other conversations that you did get uh, get into and, uh, uh, and celebrate, and there were other times when you just, people you know, needed to keep their distance. I, I was honored to be sitting at the head table and I had the best seat for the speeches. It was right in front of the podium uh, where they got up and uh, otherwise it wouldn't have hurt anything anyway. But uh, that that was a bonus. So I took a few pictures from that too. And, uh, and, and it was cool, just this other dimension of getting to know somebody, getting to know Brenda's, uh, Brenda's, Brent's. That would be Brent. He was the groom, I believe. Um, his mother, his father, and a person that doesn't suit the name stepmom, but the, the person his father uh, um, married, uh, who was just wonderful. I've already mentioned Kim. And uh, there were some little gifts. Everybody got different things. I know there were packages sent out. And my God, all that extra work that they did to... To get people involved, just, uh, you know, that is beyond anything I would ever be capable of even imagining. So again, hats off. Uh, and I have a few little treasures of myself that uh, I've, uh, Brent had to show me what they were and how to use them. I'll just leave it at that. So this is Scarborough Dude, and next thing you're going to hear um, uh, Van Morrison but just in celebration of the love between these two and uh, how wonderful it all is. So uh, signing off, and uh, we won't introduce it with a bell because we'll just go into van. Bye for now, and stay tuned to the Dixon Janes podcast. If you've managed to get through this one, there'll be another one next week. Bye for now.
We strolled through fields all wet with rain And back along the lane again There in the sunshine In the sweet summertime The way that young lovers do I kissed you on the lips once more And we said goodbye Up the door of the night time Yeah, that's the right time To feel 